I am your host, Carrie Scollin, giving us different perspectives on where we are and where we want to go on our journey. Thanks for being here, and I look forward to spending some time with you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Founder Series. I am your host, Carrie Scollin. I've got another incredible guest on today, which I am so excited to share with you. I have Trina Innes. She is a life fun expert. She lives her life like it could be her last. I think that's kind of your mantra. I'm going to get, I'm going to go over to Trina very quickly because you don't know if it is going to be your last day. So she brings fun. She brings the lively into your livelihood. And I just think she is a fresh light in this world that can really help us get out of our comfort zones and learn how to play again, which I think so many of us have kind of forgotten. So Trina, thank you so much for being here. Oh, I I should have said that you're also an author and a consultant and a speaker and your book, Mind Doodles, is right here. I love it. Yay. We're going to talk about that too. So <laughs> thank you. Welcome. And let's dive in. You've got so Thanks. much goodness to share. Great. Well, thank you, Carrie. And it's been an honor to meet you. I love how our worlds have connected in fun and spirit. And as we uh, keep connecting, I am so looking forward to this journey of helping people have more fun in their life. So thank you. Thank you for this honor. So I help women over 40 live a more vibrant, fun, and playful life. So how do I do that? I help women discover how they can live livelier. I help them look in their, their life. Um, I would say, you know, let's uncover, like, let's look at the, under the rocks, like where is your liveliness living and where perhaps you're not looking that I can help you look for that. And uh, liveliness can be small. It can be large. It can be medium is whatever up to that person. I also help them remove the roadblocks because that's another challenge. You may identify what gets you lively, but there are things that can get in your way, like time, prioritizing money, people. So I help you understand what you could do to remove those roadblocks. And then I work with you on actioning that forward. So I'm really, really excited to work with women to move the fun, the fun higher as a priority in their <laughs> life. So <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I love that. And, and I want to add that sometimes when I was first talking to you, I was like, I can't believe how many of us actually need help with this. Like we, mm-hmm. like we really do when we kind of admit it, like I kind of f- forgotten how to do that and to just let loose. And, and that was one of my words. I think it was last year was like to bring more fun and enjoyment in. So I, I just love, I love this. So tell me, how do you do that? Okay. So how I do that is that I work uh, with women one-on-one and I have uh, multiple packages, uh, sessions that I work with women um, online or can be in person if we're uh, physically located, which I love, prefer in person. I love in person. Yep. I've got workshops that I offer called Come Get Your Lively. And it's a series of different lively hosts that can help generate some of your spirit and your passion. I've got uh, the book called Mind Doodles, which I know we'll circle back to that. Yep. And also, I have a community that I'm building of lively conversation that you can join my socials, my email. And, uh, you know, every single day there is something lively that happens that I share and have other people share as well so that we can learn from each other. 
Yes. And, and so much of what, from what I've read in the book is, is while well, you talk about the C word, which is communication, but there's so much. That, <laughs> that, that was a good one. I tricked you. Tricked you. <laughs> yeah, you sure did. <laughs> I was like, I don't like the C word. <laughs> Not many people do. But I like, the, word. <laughs> I like this one though. I really like, um, you talk about the, the communication and just connection. I love all the conversations that you're having that you talk about in the book. Um, and, and it, it, it brings us together. I mean, men and women, I, I know we, we deal more with women, but in the book, even the, the conversation you had about, um, the sex talk. Right. right? Yes. So yes. It's just so important to me that, that we are having these conversations because people don't feel alone when they realize that other people are going through the same thing. So absolutely. It's just yes. and funny. I mean, they're funny. Yeah. <laughs> This conversation, I learn a lot. And you can be, you can also want, like Ashley, be a participant and and get a lot of entertainment out of these lively conversations. Absolutely. Absolutely. I always say, is this a, this is a good Seinfeld episode, or this is a good Office episode, or exactly. this is a good Friends episode? <laughs> exactly. I love that. So that was that was another piece of the book that I that I loved. And I mean, there's so many. There was. I'm just going to read a couple of the chapter titles, like mm-hmm. Embrace Your Weird, Eyeball Roll into Legacy was hilarious. Um, I can mm-hmm. totally relate to that one with the kids. <laughs> Party Like a rock star. I mean, just these are things that I think what I loved so much was when I met you, you could tell that um, you embody all of this. And so mm-hmm. when I was reading the book, I felt like it was a real, a real account of your life. And like you said, the title of the book is, this is what I know. So mm-hmm. This is who you are. This is who I That's am. That's right. This is yes. what I know. And I just, I loved that part because it was, there was so many parts of it that was very relatable. Good. And Good. a lot of parts that just made me think, right? Like Good. Good. Aha. Uh-huh. And the hums and the yes. what the. Yes. Yeah. So I think the and book. And in fact, is- that party like a rock star chapter, which I know you already picked out as one of your little yes. favorite gems. That was one of the inspirations of, um, going further into spreading this fun and vibrancy learning and teachings out to the world was uh, a woman that I know was uh, bought the book and she was reading party like a rock star. And I, and she said, I love this book. And she says, but I'm stuck. I'm stuck on the, that chapter. And I said, well, why are you stuck on that chapter? And she says, because what, reading it, I realized for the last 10 years, I stopped celebrating. I stopped celebrating and partying like a rock star and um, enjoying those moments or pausing to do some wow or um, honoring. And so for her, it really was that pause to go, wow, I reflect and I don't want to stop and I I don't know why I stopped, but I want to get it going again. So that she was actually one of that, that chapter hit her hard as well. It's, 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 it's true. It really gets, it makes you just stop for a second and go, Whoa, check in, right? Like I want more of that. Yes. Okay. Yes. And, and exactly for women, um, you know, we often will crave and we'll, and we don't know what we're craving for, but we're craving for something and we try and find it or discover it. Or sometimes we just like put it in the back of our mind and wake up again and still be craving for it. And I've met so many women that are craving for more fun in their life, but yeah. just don't know how to take the action to move forward. 
Yeah. Well, and, and you know what, what stops a lot of women is that, oh, I'm going to like, what are people going to say if I, if I'm out there and how, like, I remember a comment that somebody had made to my mom, actually, she's very happy. She's always got a smile on her face. She's mm. beautiful. Yeah. Love mm. her to pieces. And somebody had commented um, something about that. She must be drunk to act that way. And it was like, so, so, so there's that feeling of being judged, right? When you're just out there having fun, there was, there was no alcohol involved in that. She, <laughs> she woke up like that in the morning, but I mean, like, just a small example, right? Of That's what holds people back. Sometimes it's like, they don't want to be judged. And when you can let go of that, which I'm, I'm a huge advocate for not worrying about what other people are thinking of you. I think that might get in the way of people just letting their guard down and having some fun. And just well, you me. have to read the chapter called Natural High to your mom. Okay. And that is exactly what happened to me. So I was turning 49 and on my bucket list was to go to this beautiful resort called Rosario um, Resort on Orcas Island in the United States. And uh, I drove, it was a six hour drive uh, with five of my girlfriends. And uh, they started, of course, having a few cocktails on the ferry. And of course, I'm staying sober because I'm driving, but I'm so excited. Yeah. And so we get pulled into the parking lot and I put like a little, or my friends put a little tiara on my head and because um, I'm the birthday girl. Yeah. And uh, we go running into the little uh, pub at this posh, beautiful resort. So excited to to be doing this dream. And I was not served because they said they saw me walk into this resort and they all claimed me as being already intoxicated. And you were so, (laughs) I just got here driving for six hours and I'm like, can I, I need to speak to your manager and the manager comes and they were a hard no. And, but they said by me actually challenging them, yeah, made them even think I was more intoxicated or higher than I was. And I was sober. No way. So me and your mom have something in common. There you go. <laughs> and so was that it? Like you, that was it for the night? They never allowed Well, you. good thing we stopped and got a big bottle of vodka. Okay. So we went, we went to our patio and drank the night away, but, uh, but still there. That definitely was a lot. That was, yeah. uh, that was a good, aha moment of yes. just like you're saying about yeah. you know high on life and people can misjudge that and yeah. and also for me it was it was more of a reflection of people just can't be happy anymore without yeah. thinking you're high or drunk like exactly. how, how is that possible exactly how is that possible yeah yes so exactly. natural highs you'll have to read that chapter okay okay it's, it's uh, a fun uh, one I like, I like that one <laughs> Okay, so, so I'd love to are... also, can I cover off the why? I'd love to just go into the science yes. side of things. I've been yes. doing a lot of research lately. Um, there's a, a fellow named uh, Dr. Mike Rucker. He's a PhD and he wrote this book called uh, The Life Fun Habit. And it's all the science behind why we should have more fun in our lives. And I've been um, speaking with him and stealing little tidbits from him. Um, so from science, fun reduces stress. So mm-hmm. studies show that spontaneous laughter has a stress buffering effect. That's huge. Yes. Finding more fun in physical activity balances your hormone levels. So that is really awesome for the women out there. 
Yep. Fun can make you more energetic and youthful because stress is draining. It sucks the life out of us. It makes us tired. It makes us cranky. So when we effectively reduce our stress, this provides us the boost of vitality. So I love that one. Yes. Having fun improves your relationships, both yes. at work and life. Research shows that when we have fun with others, these experiences have, have a positive effect on building trust, developing communication, the C word. And having fun gives us an opportunity to connect and be creative and say we are alike we share values. So there's a whole list of them, but those are really my top ones. Yeah. Oh, one more. Belly laughing. This is a good one for us. Belly laughing boosts energy consumption and our heart rate by 10 to 20%. Laughing isn't just good for the soul, but can help you burn calories. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. There's going to be a lot of people that like that. <laughs> That's amazing. And it's just, I mean, when you're reading those things, it's like, this is common sense. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Right? Like it's, yes. But it's nice to have the science that backs it up because we think, yeah, yes, yes. When you put them both together, it's like, no, this is really, really good for me. Like, yes, yes. When I found the book, actually, it's been a bestseller and it's um, out into the world um, in a large quantity. I actually connected with Mike and I I said, I'm living your your book. Like you've got the science behind my life. And um, so we've had some very interesting conversations over the last couple of months. Okay. So now I've got to ask you, so yes, tell me like, how did this all start? Like where, like, yeah. yeah so it, uh, it was a bucket list. Uh, by the time I turned 50 was to write a book. I started writing, um, it when I was 40 and I had taken, I've, I've been a writer all my life and very interested in journalism. And, uh, so I took a refresher course on, uh, writing a fiction novel and uh, some creativity. So I started digging into my novel. I already had a vision. It was um, called behind closed doors and it was going to be a juicy, juicy novel about what you see on the outside is not actually what's happening back behind the door of the house. And so I think I had about 15 to 20 characters that were all interrelated with each other, all crossing each other's paths. And year one went by, year two went by, year three went by. I was really getting very bored of the characters and my (laughs) self-writing. And uh, so what I learned for myself was I am not a long, I don't have a long game. And I, and that's just in my life. I, you know, I'm a sprinter. I'm not a marathon runner. I, I like to hike this way, not this way. Like I love to get things, places fast. Yeah. So I scrapped writing fiction and I, I thought, well, I'm just going to write about what I know. Yeah. And so that's where my doodles transformed into a, so it's written vignette style, very short snippets of different topics and different chapters. And it's just on pieces of life that I know and how, I pulled this book together was, uh, you know, if I was at a dinner party or I was out somewhere with a group of people or even strangers I didn't know, I'd bring a topic up and I'd throw it on the table and I'd be like, well, what do you think of that? What do you think of that? So I'd start to try and not just be my knowledge, but gather other people's knowledge. So I'd have these mini focus groups, which is super fun because of course there might be wine cheese involved in them and sometimes... (laughs) some good hardcore coffee. So (laughs) it it just was a lot of fun writing it. And when, after I, the amount of my friends and my family told me how brilliant this book was, the real test was really going out to the world to, to strangers. So I flipped it on Amazon and then I started getting people asking me after they read it, how do you live this way? And I'm like, well, live what way and live with vibrance and all this fun. And you're playing all the time and, you know, you're getting through some tough stuff. And, um, 
I want more vibrancy and I want more fun in my life. So that that's what got me thinking of maybe this is what I'm supposed to do. Maybe I'm, I'm supposed to help people have more fun in their life. So that that's where this whole mind doodles concept and getting more fun out to the world has, has come from because people, people want it. They want to know how to do yeah. it. Yes, they do. And, and, and when, like I said, we need to help with that. So, okay. So, so now tell us now there's got to be something <laughs> that we can, we can leave the, the audience with, with how to maybe incorporate some of this stuff we can start today. We can absolutely start with how many people have a bucket list. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So living lively means, like I said earlier, it means different things to different people and figuring that out is, you know, really your first step. Like what, what amps you up? What I say, like what puts a fire in your belly? And for me, I like, I know what I can feel my juices flowing. Like when something gets me excited, I can feel my body percolating. I feel it tingling. My body really does tell me, okay, this is good. This is exciting. This is fun. There's something, um, you know, ahead of me that is, uh, really going to be exciting. So that, that the first step really is identifying what makes you lively. Okay. And, okay. um, also know that what makes you lively changes. So what might be lively for you today in two years from now might be something different. So for example, so I've, I've identified for myself eight livelies. Um, so my number one lively is all things passionate heart. So I'm a giver. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I know yes, we're fellow sure. givers. That makes me ha- like you want the shirt off my back. You like the scarf? It is yours. Like you, like what? What do you need? You love my pasta? I'm gonna make it for you tomorrow night. So I, I, all things really with heart is gets me lively. Uh, number two, I'm a big advocate of mentorship. So I love being a mentee and I love being a mentor. I'm a, a big sister of the Big Sisters program. For gosh, I think we're on going on twenty five years now of my little sister in my life. It's a beautiful program. So I really like mentorship to me, um, really does get me lively playing. Number three, playing gets me lively. I love to play. Um, I love to play outside. I love to play with my friends. I love to play with little kids. You know, I just love anything, anything play that gets me amped up. Um, number four, what gets me lively is trying anything new. So I love to absorb, learn, uh, fail, uh, try again, try something else. Like, tr- like trying and learning is, is really does get me jazzed up. Um, number five is meeting the world. Like I love to meet people. Like I love it. Like I love, there's a stranger, me, hello, connection, learn about a life. Um, recently I was at an airport in San Francisco and I met uh, a gentleman who, who's 99 years old and he's, still out there playing his golf game. Like what? Love it. (laughs) Crazy. Uh, Number six, dancing and dresses. I don't know why I paired those two, but I do (laughs) wear a lot of dresses without dancing, but I love dancing and I love love dresses. I get some jazzed. I have a lot of dresses. Um, Number seven, my tribe around the table. I just like to me have like a long table with all the people I love around it, eating and laughing just um, makes me absolutely lively. And uh, number eight, uh, lively conversation. Conversations. So conversations like this, where we can share and connect and um, feel each other's spirit, even though I know it's online through Zoom, but uh, lively conversations also. I love a good, deep, lively, lively conversation. Me too. 
Okay. So tell me what gets you lively. Give me, give me your top three livelies. Oh, I would say definitely the, uh, the heart centered coming, giving and receiving. So I, one of the things that lights me up is listening to people's stories. Uh, I just, everybody has one. Some people think that theirs isn't, you know, worth sharing. It is mm, mm-hmm. every single person's story is worth listening to. So I love that. That just brings me a lot of um, joy. Even if it, even if it's a sad story, you can have yes. both, right? Yes. Because yes. I feel like it's yeah. a real honor to listen to people's stories. So mm-hmm. um, that fills me up. I love traveling. Mm. I mm. think my favorite holiday is Thanksgiving. I mm. love that holiday with my family around the table, same sort of thing. Mm, okay. Yeah. It's, there's no gifts. There's no, it's just about being there and being grateful. And that, so that's mm. always been my favorite holiday. Um, mm. Terrible cook, but people still come. So that's good. <laughs> Thought about the cooking. <laughs> Nobody comes to my house for my food. I can guarantee you that. It's funny because I always have people offer to bring stuff. I'm like, hmm. Yeah, I'll make the turkey and the stuffing and the potatoes. <laughs> I've, I've had I had one Thanksgiving dinner that I think we ate at ten thirty because my oven shut off. So when I went to pull it out, well, I think my mom actually walked in and went, "Here, I can't smell anything." Oh, I'm like, oh, uh, and I checked a cold oven. That's nice. Yeah. Because anyway, you were probably busy chit-chatting and enjoying this company. To I was. Everybody ate pumpkin pie. We just had dessert. <laughs> like so I love that. I love I love connecting. I love um, providing spaces for women to connect. Mm. And I, I, yeah, I said traveling. Yep. Family. Connecting with people. Stories. And, um, yeah, I'd say those are the things that get me and deep conversations. Like mm, I don't want mm-hmm. surface level. I, I want to dive in. I want to mm-hmm. get the, I want to get to the root as soon as I can. And uh but yeah. play is something that I that I have been looking to incorporate more. Mm-hmm. Not something that was a priority for me, but I, I realize that I'm missing it. Yes. Yeah. Um, and when are you know, if you are a mom uh mm-hmm. to the people that are listening you know, when we have children, we actually, you're forced to stop and play. So you have that play in your life and it is fulfilling and rewarding. And when your kids grow up and then you realize that you are missing that the simple act of play. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So definitely. And in, um, yeah. And it's hard to get back. Like uh, in uh, Mike Rucker's uh, book, it talks a lot about that, where as adults were uh, trained, uh, misled to believe that playing is silly and it's a yes. waste of time and it's juvenile and you're childish. Yes. So, so there's a lot of brain flipping that we have to do to start embracing play versus saying, Oh, I, I can't do that because that's so childish and immature. Yeah. Um, so that that's a big part. Um, yeah. of that science behind play. So good. So you've got your, you've identified yourself, your livelies. And so yeah. how do, how do you know what gets you lively? What does that feel like to you? How do you know? So I talk for myself, it's in my body. Like I feel the tingling, yeah. I feel the excitement, yeah. my, my instinct kicks in. I would say it's definitely in my body too. Sometimes it's it's funny because when you were just describing that in your body, sometimes it's a feeling of it, of, of, um, well, I've, I've trained myself because I'll get anxious. I'll feel anxious. Ah, okay. And then I, and then I'm like, no, I'm just excited. Like, 
Ah, okay. Exciting. So it's an exciting. Okay. So it's separating. Yeah. Those two. Because sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm a little bit nervous to do that. And then it's like, no, I'm just excited to do that. So I feel it definitely in my stomach where yeah. I'll go to do a, you know, speak to a bunch of women. And it's that initial five minutes where I'm like, Ugh, oh my gosh. And then once I get in, I'm like, whoa, yeah. I'm so high, happy. natural high. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I feel that coming, you know, the, the, yeah. unknown, the, mm-hmm. the uncertainty, the little bit out of my comfort zone. And then once I get in, I'm like, ah, like, this is, mm-hmm. this is what fills me up. This, this feels yes. good. Then you get nice, but, but yeah, for me at the first few things, like for anything that I, that I am unsure of, or I'm learning, it's that little bit of hesitant. And, but mm-hmm. I recognize that now it's like, okay, do yeah. it. Like just do you it. Can flip it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that was a good, be great. A good feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Remember the feelings before and yes. carry it forward. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So that, I feel that in my body for sure. Excellent. Okay. Well, let's uh, dive into um, the secret sauce. So I have three guiding principles. So after you identify what your livelies are, uh, I share for me, the, my three guiding principles are number one, why not? Mm. So that is, that is for me, I spend so much more space on why not than why. And I know for a lot of women, why is the the number one space they sit in. So they overanalyze, they'll rethink it, they'll talk through it, they'll question it, uh, you know, all the reasons why they shouldn't do it. And by that time, sometimes the opportunities like come and gone and flown out the window. So spending space in why not versus why is really important to have fun in your life. That why not? Why not me? Great. Why not me? Yes, that is so good. So good. Okay. Love okay, that. so that's number one. Yeah. Uh, number two is daily fire in your belly pulse checks. So this is really evaluating, uh, you call it evaluation, call it reflection, is looking at the things that you've touched in your day. And again, what identifying your liveliness, whether it's your body telling you or your brain or however you're feeling, really identify what you touched today, what got you lively. Because if it didn't get you lively, you should be cutting that out of your life or finding a way around that or the things that got you lively. Okay. I need to do more of that. So for myself, I do, I daily reflect on things I touch. Uh, My time is value. It's precious back to this may be my last day on earth. I better make it a, a freaking good one and yes. be having some fun. Yes. So it's really important to really uh, do your pulse checks every day and really reflect on And that's how you're going to learn, right? If you sit yeah. and reflect and, and go through your day, how you're going to learn yeah. uh, to move that forward. So that's number two. And number three, become a bucket and fun list addict. So addict in a good way. So yeah. a bucket list is a list that um, really it's to fill before you kick the bucket and it is really tracking the things that you want to achieve in your life and uh, throw in a bunch of fun in there as well because sometimes a bucket list can be more of a serious versus a fun but track the things that you want to do and um, keep your that's a way to keep yourself accountable so you can have your list however you want to track it you can cross things off that you've achieved. You can put timelines to it. You yep. can reprioritize it. My bucket list is so long. I will not be able to get everything done by the time I die. Amazing. I won't. Amazing. I keep adding to it. I keep adding. And so I have to prioritize it all the time. That's what I heard is you take something off your bucket list, make sure you add something else. 
It's yeah. Just- well, once you start get rolling, you'll, it'll yeah. be full. Yeah. And then there's also a, a science behind, um, tracking, um, perhaps fun things that you want to do in your life, writing it down. Um, there's a science behind it. if it's written down, you have a more chance that you actually will fulfill it. So there is a bit of a science by writing things down, keeping yes. yourself accountable. I've heard that one too. So, yeah. Yeah. So the three, yeah. So spend more time and why not? Um, number two, do your pulse checks of what got, brought a fire in your belly or didn't give you that fire in your belly in the day. And then your um, bucket and fun list. That's okay. Made that sound easy, didn't I? Yeah. Well, you know what? It's so it's so true because we go through life without even realizing what's making us happy and what's not. Right. So many. Yes. And and myself included. That's why I can say that is is the autopilot thing where we're just not even really it was surviving. Yeah. It was. It's like that that Mm -hmm. existing, and I think that's where I got to the point where I was like, I don't want to feel like this anymore. Like I feel Mm -hmm. like my day just goes by and then I get up and I do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, there's got to be more than this. Yeah, there is more. And there is more. There is. Yeah. And you need to find what it is for you. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And, and and creating yourself a plan and getting, I mean, help, right. Because we, again, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat, but sometimes you'll need that, you know, partner, your side-by-side partner to help you move that forward for yourself. Absolutely. So you've got, um, you've got your website, which has probably a lot of these prompts on there. Does it? Yes. Yeah. So if you, yeah, if you go onto my website, www.mindoodles.ca, if you uh, sign up for your email, then I'll send you a bucket list template. So that is helpful. So if you're a person that used to have it organized, um, definitely flip it in there. And I would love to uh, share that with you. And then also on all my socials, I've been talking a lot about bucket lists because I'm, I'm doing my bucket, one of my bucket lists right now, I'm uh, traveling and living like a local in a different, well, three different countries. And um, this has been on my bucket list for uh, quite a few years and I'm working remotely and uh, living like a local hiking every day and, and going to the farm shop for my fish and my vegetables and just all the things that you can picture that you're doing. And it's been, it's awesome. I'm also around a lot of people these days, uh, bucket lists, filling their bucket lists. So uh, right now I'm in Scotland and uh, there's, if you're a golfer, it's a big thing to be part of the old course in St. Andrews. And there are people standing on this iconic bridge. And I was a photographer one day for about 30 people just snapping. Oh. This is my bucket list. Snap. This is my bucket list. Snap. And I was like, I cannot believe this is your bucket and I was witnessing and helping them capture the moment. Um, and then I recently was walking in a small village. Uh, I don't if there's any Outlander fans oh. in, in your audience. Oh, okay. So this is a little village called uh, Falkland. And Outlander has, was did a lot of filming in that little oh. village. It's just quaint, medieval-type village. And uh, there was a couple that bought a pub there. And they're Canadian. And I said, Oh, I want to introduce myself. And we, I, we just listened to some live music, the proclaimers and the bar was singing and it was a beautiful moment. And I said, Oh, I'm Trina. I'm from Canada. And, and she told me her story. Her and her husband were on holidays here and they were, they were walking by this pub in Falkland and they, they started to dream that they would sell out. They were from Toronto and yeah. sell their big five bedroom home and their car. She was a nurse collapse their careers and come here and own a pub in Scotland in this beautiful little tiny village. So they did that. So they 
or fulfilling their bucket list. So, so bucket list is really around. Um, so it's, uh, and it's September people it's fall reset and yes. let's start knocking off the bucket list. So let's hear one of your bucket lists. Tell me a bucket list um, that you've recently. That, well, that is one of them. <laughs> and oh, my pockets are the same. The, the <laughs> outlander. Oh, I'd love to go and do that. So uh, that's on our list. Um, uh, Italy, Mediterranean, mm, Central, Greece, mm. that's on our list. So the, so lots of travel on the, the travel. Place. Yeah. Um, and then um, recently I just am checking one off is I've always wanted to um, go to the Scotties or the, this is curling. Okay. Scotties tournament hearts or the, or the briar. Ah, the men are the okay. Women. And yeah. uh, the Scotties is actually in Calgary this year. So oh. I got my, um, my application back that I'm volunteering for the week. So I get to do oh. a lot and I get to, I'm volunteering is another, uh, big thing that, that I find a lot it's of. lively. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and so, so yeah, so I got to check things, something off my bucket list. And the other one I think is just funny because it's uh, my husband and I both is while we're living in Calgary, we want to take, uh, two step lessons. So, oh, yeah. I could see you in a fabulous swinging dress. <laughs> I don't know what your husband's like, but. Yeah. But I'm sure wherever someone's going to swing you around. <laughs> he's, yeah, he, he's game. He's game. So yeah. So, but I love this because you've, um, we've already, we've always kind of had a little bit, but to me, it's like, no, let's get a little bit more serious about what is on there. Let's check some of these things off. I love what, um, what that message that sends to our girls, like get those lists going dream. Mm-hmm. You're like, mm-hmm. my, my thing is, is there's no limits. And we, we got to get curious and dream and, and expand our visions. Like nothing's off limits. So just write it down. You never know, you know, yeah, write it down about mm-hmm. writing it down. It's like, mm-hmm. you're, it's kind of like a little connection you're making even more. So when you write it down. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be big. Like I recently met a woman who her legacy, uh, she wants to meet a million people by the time she dies. Incredible. And she's, I think, in her 30s right now. And she's yeah. tracking meeting Amazing. all these people. Yeah. So what a great bucket list. Exactly. Like how fun yeah. is that? Yeah. And Super think, fun. Yeah. I love some of your travel stories that were on mm-hmm. your website as well. And and that you volunteer in some of the places that you go. Like that's another percent of mine mm-hmm. is to go to mm-hmm. another country and, and volunteer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's... um. You know, it's, it's, that's really a way to get to know the world. Yeah. It's, yeah. uh, you know, staying out of the tourism and really going to a village. Like recently we were in, uh, the Amazon in Colombia, um, early this year and we went to, uh, the villages in the Amazon and spent time with the children and brought them supplies because of course they don't, it's hard to even get like pencils. So we yeah. were able to bring, uh, supplies and the biggest thing on their list was soccer balls. So we brought a bunch of soccer balls um, and even down to they need the pin and the pump because they don't, they don't have that. They, they live off the land and yeah. just to, to, um, just really understand the culture and, um, be able to, to be in that village with all those beautiful families. It, it, yeah, it's that, that is lively. That is lively. 
And that's, that's, yeah. that's your lively, right? <clears throat> that's my life. Meeting the world is my lively. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and yeah. I like that you, you um, also said that it doesn't need to be a big, massive trip. It could be as simple as turning on some music in your living room and having a dance party by yourself. Absolutely. Bend over and say, yes. I'm going to move. Let's, you know, yes. put on Ava yes. and let's go kind of yes. thing. Right? Yes. Right now, my husband and I are spending a lot of time, uh, well, because we bought a car over here. And uh, so he's like, we're getting through the country by car. So yeah. sometimes we're in the car for 12 hours straight. So we've been doing car karaoke. <laughs> And my husband is not a car karaoke person, but he seems to be getting into it. And we're doing it in the countries that we're, so let's find all the top, you know, Scottish top 40 hits or yeah. all the top, you know, Wales sing. Like Tom Jones is from Wales. Who knew? So we're learning all about the country music and, and do some car karaoke and just how, and even putting it on TikTok. So we're just having right. a lot of fun. And that, oh. that got me lively. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, incorporating more fun. I think is, is, well, like you said, it's good for our health. I mean, yes, it, it, there's a lot of, really- I like to, I like to look 10 years younger. Thank you very much. I am. I have absolutely loved our conversation. I mm. hope that um, everybody picks up a copy of your book. Mind doodles. Thank you. And they, yes. I hope. And you just yeah, go on Amazon or flip on my website. There's a link to Amazon from there. And, yep. and uh, your website it, is www.minddoodles.ca. And, and the book really also is intended to throw in the middle of the table. Like you're out with your friends having a dinner, throw in the middle of the table, flip to a chapter. Yes. You know, and talk about embracing weird or talk about, um, natural highs. And, uh, you know, before COVID, I was really noticing that people, I mean, even my own social circle was being disconnected. Everybody's on their phones during dinner and, yeah. I'm like, Hey, I get an hour with you a month. Let's, you know, connect. And so this is a way to bring people together in conversation. And even at your Thanksgiving day, it'll be fun to throw that in yes. with the kids. Well, yeah. I'm bringing this to the retreat that I'm hosting at the oh, end. Oh, awesome. So, like, this will awesome. definitely be on the coffee table in the, in the living room. And I'll just get people to grab a topic and let's see where, where it goes. Yeah. Absolutely. You just need to start, right? Yes. Yes. Just need to start one, one simple little thing, just get started because that's what we're here for. And I love that. That's your mantra, right? Like life is short. We don't know if this could be our last day. We don't know that. So make the most of it. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So I love that. Thank you so much for being here. And I'm pretty sure you're going to be back again. And I'm also even more sure that we're going to be doing something together. So, oh, yeah, something fun. Something fun. (laughs) Well, thank you, everybody. Thank you, Trina, for being here or being here. And we will see you guys on the next episode. Bye for now. Remember, you are more than enough as is. See you later.